To be, that is the question. Uh -huh. I think, therefore, I am a legend. It's 24 7, 365. Parents Long days and pleasant nights to y'all. This week's episode is Patrick Taylor. He's a good friend of mine. We met during uh, uh, you know shitty restaurant job here in New York. He's a, he's a wonderful person, incredibly kind, and a, a very lovely spirit to be around. Now, um, he, and this is the main topic of the conversation we have, he has Tourette Syndrome. So do know, in this episode, there's going to be him, like, a lot of tics that he's doing. Um, so there's a lot of extra vocality in that regard. But you should still listen to it anyway. He's really insightful, and he has an incredible, incredible story. And I, I hope that you choose to listen. Just know that it, sometimes, you know, it, there's just a lot going on. Like, you know, I just uh, a heads up that way. Also, um, I, don't, I, I think, I, think um, you know, I just needed to stutter there for a little bit. I think I announced that I, I published my book on CreateSpace. Um, it's out now on CreateSpace. So if you go to CreateSpace.com and look for It Had to Be Said, um, it'll show up. Make sure it's by me. Um, it's a book of poems and short stories uh, and about mental illness and um, how it relates to me and my, my romantic relationships and all this. And the poems are pretty good and the short stories I think are actually pretty dope. But of course, I wrote them, so of course I do. Um, if you happen to like the show and support it, go to patreon.com and look up Wayward Wordsmiths Co. And you can support us there for as low as $1, for which I will send you weekly a... I, I think weekly or monthly. I can't remember. I'll have to look it up. A dank meme. Um, also, if you give us $5 a month, you have access to our Patreon bonus episodes, including our Gene Wilder fan cast, which is starting um, this uh, month. Both Miles and I are, are huge fans of Gene Wilder, and do we talk a little bit about Young Frankenstein. So check that out if you'd like. Um, also, if you have... It's just so much money you don't know what to do with it. Go to teespring.com and look up positive and negative. Um, and you can find some t-shirts there or a hoodie or a tank top, depending on what season it is when you're listening to this. Um, and it has uh, our logo and that sort of thing. And all the proceeds for that go to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. So I'm not trying to turn a profit on it. I just think that it's good, um, you know, press. And then also it's an important cause and understanding um, mental illness and specifically in this case, depression. Um, so I hope you enjoyed the episode. I know I enjoyed immensely my time with Patrick. He's leaving for... Um, Louisville, Kentucky, in a couple of days, and so I won't see him for a little while, but I'm, uh, he's promised to keep in touch, so there you go. Uh, yeah, look him, look him up online, I think if you just go Patrick Taylor NYC actor or whatever, um, yeah, it should be, he should come up. Well, enjoy the episode. I love you. God bless. Oh, 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 oh,
that is the question. Uh -huh. I think therefore I am a legend. It's 24-7, 365, parents advise discretion with thoughts like mine. Empires fall, you should know that these walls only up for protection. World on guard, got them all on the edge. Balls at their feet, barely balance the tension. Raising the heat, I could leave any second. Fall to the street and be home by 11. Do an interview with KP on the session and laugh when he asks. Well, hello, Patrick. Well, hello, Tristan. Um, thank you for coming here. Yes. Uh, where, uh, what is it that you do? You're an actor and a producer, mostly, right? Yes. And yeah. So on. I'm an actor and a producer uh, mm -hmm. for Dark Matter Productions. Woo. Is a woo. It's a company that my wife and I started about two years ago. Uh, so we figured if. Uh, if a lot of work isn't coming our way, why not just make our own work and. Mm -hmm. Do it ourselves, so that's exactly what we did. Excellent. And yeah. your your guys's mo is really cool, and as much as it seems really, really inclusionary and really yes. prompting new artists as well, so it's like uh, yeah. come be a part of this new thing, right? Yeah, it's it's sort of uh, we're kind of uh, trying to almost start the the next generation of philanthropists. So uh, yeah, so we're all you know twenty somethings in New mm -hmm. York trying to do basically the same thing. We're trying to make art. Why not come together and do it? together mm -hmm. um it's just that to me seems like one of the easiest things to do Absolutely. you're doing this i'm doing this why don't we do it together so we have more brain power and it actually gets done absolutely yeah, yeah. cool um now uh when did you start acting and why i started acting Ooh, this is a fun story i started, <laughs> i started acting actually in the fifth grade and it was because I played baseball. My parents try, uh, they put me in all the sports and baseball, mm -hmm. I like tolerated. Okay. Um, and I remember I I was in a, I was going to an elementary school. I was currently in the, I was in the fourth grade at this time. I was going to an elementary school that had a magnet program. And I somehow like stumbled upon their rehearsal for Grease or something. And I was super into it. And I wanted to go to the production so bad. But it happened on like, I don't even know what it's fucking called, but baseball finals. I don't okay. know. Like, we made it to the, we made it to the top. And okay. it was our time. The, it conflicted <laughs> with the production of Grease that I wanted to go to so bad. Okay. So I remember being so upset. Uh -huh. uh, and, like, a counselor was like, why don't you just have him audition for the program next year? Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I'm done, done, doing it. Did it, got in, never went back to baseball, <laughs> and never looked back. So I was in the drama magnet program in fifth grade, and that's when I started. Excellent. Yeah. And that was in Florida, right? That was in Florida. Miami, Florida is where I was born and raised. All I know about Miami is guns and cocaine Gu and wild animals roaming the streets. There you go. There you go. Uh, <laughs> is that accurate <laughs> and, or not? And, uh, what, what is it? And Flocka? Is that what it is? That I what don't is know. The, What's that? Yeah, the, the, the drug that makes you eat your face. Oh! <laughs> Right, the bath salt thing. Florida's just a great state yeah, overall. Absolutely. Um, all I know about it is from the viewpoint of Dave Barry, from you know the columnist for the Miami Herald. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. But um, what uh, cool. what was life um like there for you growing up? Yeah. So um, life was life was good. Mm -hmm. Um. So, uh, let's see. It's it's busy. It's a busy city. It's kind of like New York, but mm -hmm. but more. Space? I don't yeah. know. Uh, <laughs> right on. There, there's more. I think there's there's the same amount of people, but less buildings stacked on top of each yeah. other. So it's more like cluttered and crowded. Mm -hmm. um, it's super hot. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I've heard that actually. Ah, uh, it's kind of gross and humid. But yeah, growing up was fun. It was it was fine. Um, I I don't know. I grew up uh, with Tourette syndrome, mm-hmm. so that was kind of hard because I wasn't diagnosed until what was it? The seventh grade. Really. Um, sixth yeah. grade, sixth grade, okay. sixth or seventh grade. Yeah, I remember my neighbor. My neighbor uh, came over and was like, "You should probably take him, yeah, to go see a doctor." Because <laughs> no one in my family knew what it was, and they always just said, "Oh, that's him. That's Patrick. Like, just okay. whatever he does. Those like little weird noises and mm-hmm. and blinks his eyes." Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so a lot, a lot of it, uh, a lot of my childhood, I grew up with Tourette syndrome, not even knowing what it was called. Huh. So it's actually quite kind of refreshing after yeah. I had a name to this disorder. Yeah. Um, I, feel, I knew it to tell people. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people mm-hmm. get a little scared by naming a thing, which I found the opposite <laughs> is true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess, I guess it depends. I remember, I remember that day being in the doctor's office and the doctor looked at me like for like maybe like five seconds. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, he has Tourette syndrome. Yeah. And my mom just started <laughs> crying. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, cool. Now there's a name to it. Yeah. Like now I know what can be what it like yeah. what it is. And then yeah. like we, you know, of course we left with like all these pamphlets and brochures oh, of Tourette sure. syndrome. And then she like bought all the books on Amazon mm-hmm. and, like or whatever it's, online store. It's kind of a fun activity to to do with your family. Actually, yeah. it's like figure yeah. out what's going on yeah. with your child. Yeah, right. It bonds right. you. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then it was also kind of nice because my my dad uh, growing up, my dad has no patience, uh, oh. and, and he 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 would get really upset and like yeah. really aggravated and annoyed, uh, and I would have to. I remember having, I laugh at it now, mm-hmm. um, but at the time it was devastating. Actually, <laughs> uh, I would I would be dismissed from the dinner table oh. because uh, because I was. Craving, or I was craving attention, you know, oh. quote unquote attention. And I'm just like, I don't know what to do. It's, I don't, I can't help it. And then, like, my mom and my dad are yelling at each other, like, he can't help it. Yes, he can. That's fascinating. Um, but then, once there was a name to it, my dad was like, oh, shit. Okay, good. Actually, I'm glad he came around then. Yeah, he came around. He came good. around. Yeah. yeah, but that was, I, I do, that's one of my, a vivid memory, like, mm-hmm. at the dinner table, like, my family had no idea what was happening with me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And um, but that's really good that he he, he came around because a lot of parents <laughs> don't, and that's really rough. Yeah, for people. Um, but can you tell me this? Because you told it to me when we were at work. Sure. The story of you being born because it is fucking fascinating. That's a, that's a fun one too. We're yeah. just digging deep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So <laughs> I I was uh yeah so I was born mm-hmm. on April twenty fifth, nineteen eighty nine. Very nice. Uh, on a waterbed, actually, in Miami, Florida. Almost born in a toilet. <laughs> Uh, but then once my mother realized <laughs> that it was not a bowel movement, uh-huh. in fact, it was a child, <laughs> she moved to the waterbed. So, yeah. So, I was born on a waterbed in Miami, Florida, airlifted to Miami Children's Hospital, mm-hmm. where I was then placed in an incubator for three months because I was three months premature. Because my mother, my biological mother, had no idea that she was pregnant with wow. me. Says everyone. She's mm. now uh, deceased. Uh, she died when I was 10. So I don't really, I can't really ask her any mm. questions. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh. <laughs> do you want to do a quick seance? Yeah. Because we can. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah. 
so yeah, I was I was in an incubator for three months. Yeah. Uh, I got some some fused toes and some yeah. some not fully separated fingers from it. Yeah. Um, all goes along with my Tourette syndrome. Yeah. Got a lot of little little quirks in my mm-hmm. my body, my personality. Mm-hmm. Totally yeah. have embraced it now. Yeah. Um, was, but yeah, was that hard growing up? Like um, knowing that you were like different from other folks was that hard to deal with did the like how did you socialize was that okay yeah i mean you? honestly growing growing up i had awesome friends uh-huh. really i had some great friends who um didn't know like at the time we didn't know what it was they just thought it was mm-hmm. what i did like yeah. that's literally what people said oh no that's just what he does <laughs> um and that's th- awesome yeah and and they were really great about it i had a, I had a lot of really great friends uh mm-hmm. throughout elementary school and middle school, um, but then of course you know children are. I was just saying this earlier. Children are fucking terrible. I hate them. <laughs> yes. they're so mean. They can they're be very. They, cruel, they can yeah. be rather. Yeah. They can be. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, of course I got you know teased and taunted and yeah. made fun of a lot throughout uh, school. Um, but it kind of got to it. It kind of got the worst when I was when I was in high school. Yeah. Because I moved, I actually moved from Miami to Jacksonville, Florida, just outside of Jacksonville, mm-hmm. a small farming town called Middleburg, Florida. Um, and uh, there's just, I, I like th- throughout, hi- throughout high school, I met so many people who'd never traveled outside of Middleburg. Mm-hmm. So I think that also had a big, a big part to do with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what is this dude doing? Like, Barking and making noises yeah. and like punching his stomach. Um, it doesn't excuse it, but but now that I'm older, I'm like, yeah, well, they, a lot of them are probably just not well versed in mm-hmm. people yeah. of other kinds that aren't them or their family. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, there of course there were hard times, but but uh, but like anyone with a disability or or um, or, or a mental condition, you learn to cope with it you learn to yeah. just live with it like literally there's nothing i can do about it so yeah. i have to I, I have to like laugh about it make yeah. jokes about it and just live with it yeah that's awesome yeah um carrie fisher often said <laughs> if my life was wasn't funny it would just be true and that's unacceptable yeah right yeah and it's, yeah. yeah it's very like it's that's really good that sounds like a really good way of coping is to develop definitely a sense of humor about laughter it. yeah Laughter is yeah. important. Yeah. Um, how th- you feel free to not answer this question. Sure. You, your um your your mother died when you were ten. How did that yes. affect you? Like that was crazy. It, it, it was weird um, because I was ten, mm-hmm. and so like, I lost my biological mother when I was ten, and I don't really I don't really know. I didn't know how to process it. Like I didn't know what was really going on. You know, I was ten years old. So I remember when I was told, I was like, okay. That's mm-hmm. weird, but like I, I couldn't really, mm-hmm. I couldn't really like actually process it until I was older. If that makes sense, yeah. No, um, uh, I don't know. And were you like living with her at the time? Oh, that's what I was. I was trying to think of what I was going to say. Yeah, I actually wasn't. So okay. I was, I, I was born uh, <laughs> on a waterbed, as we mm-hmm. already addressed. Uh, uh, addicted to cocaine, actually, because mm-hmm. my mother was addicted to cocaine, mm-hmm. and she didn't know she was pregnant with me, so she was doing that cocaine. Yeah. Um, so I actually never lived with my biological mother. Okay. I, uh, when I was born, they, you know, they did all my tests in the hospital and realized that, and then basically it was kind of like a, 
like like a calling everyone in the family like who wants a baby <laughs> who wants to take care of mary's baby get it, get it, 25 25 30 35 40 yeah, yeah. A, l- a little mini auction yeah. in the hospital mm-hmm. um so i was actually really lucky my my aunt and uncle uh took me in with my sister my sister's mm-hmm. four years older than me uh we have different dads mm-hmm. um four years older than me so uh so she of course was was taken away from the home too mm-hmm. um so yeah, so we she hadn't lived with her since she was four. I have okay. never lived with my mother, and then we had visitation. She had visitation rights, so okay. like every other weekend, every weekend, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Um, so yeah, it was cool. I I got to know her a little bit, but mm-hmm. but you know now that I'm twenty eight, I don't I don't really know who she was. Yeah, really. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't really remember. Yeah, um, that makes sense. But yeah. Yeah, you're like a regular Harry Potter. Just well. a regular Harry Potter living mm-hmm. in a staircase. Yeah, with your aunt and uncle. <laughs> or a Luke Skywalker or yeah. a Frodo Baggins. There seems to be. So you're going to go, you're going to change the world, right. is what I'm saying. Oh, that, uh, yeah. hopefully. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was, yeah, I mean, it was, it was fine. It was, I lived, I lived with my aunt and uncle until I was 21. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to West Virginia. Yeah. Um, which that must have been a hell of a move from Florida, right? Yeah, it was a culture shock, man. It was crazy, and, and I, I was already, I was living in a little farm town mm-hmm. outside of Jacksonville, but there's still like that big city there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, when I moved to West Virginia, it was it was a culture shock, but oddly enough, I I grew so much of an appreciation for Appalachia, and yeah. I love it so much, and I'm actually moving back in five days, which mm-hmm. is terrifying. I would imagine so. Like, but, How long have you been in the city for? Exciting. Um, I've been in the city for four years, almost okay. four years, September. So, so not, you have a whole life here. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. you're like really, so yeah. this is gonna be a big move. Yeah, it's gonna be a big move. Uh, we're keeping our apartment. Some uh, yeah. lovely people are staying in it. Uh, so we, uh, we have two sublets. So when we move back, we will have an apartment. Oh, that's awesome. And we won't have to do the whole crazy New York like ten thousand yeah. dollar, <laughs> find yeah. an apartment hunt. Uh huh. Um, well, that's good. But yeah, so I, I am excited to to get out of the city for a little bit uh, in Appalachia, or yeah, and, and spend it in Appalachia. Yeah. Um, and why West Virginia? What is it? Just because that's a program that accepted you, or yeah? So I actually, um, I, uh, I my family's not really super wealthy mm-hmm. um so when college came around i actually didn't know what i was gonna do i, I had no idea it was either culinary school mm-hmm. <laughs> or art school or like theater school mm-hmm. and, and i ha- i always told myself if i don't get into art school i'm gonna go to be a chef okay. culinary school so i auditioned for this program florida school of the arts awesome school uh and i didn't get in mm-hmm and that's where I was supposed to be like, okay, now I'm a chef. Yeah. But I said, fuck that. I'm going to try it again. <laughs> uh, so I did. And I, <clears throat> pardon me, I got in. And I realized actually that, uh, like, I think it was like the day before school started. I actually, my tuition was waived by the state. It was paid for by the state of Florida because I was technically a ward of the state. Like, I belonged to the state because my mother was deceased. My biological mother mm-hmm. was deceased. And my father is unknown. So uh-huh. my biological father, I had no idea who he is. So the state basically owned me until I turned 25 or 26. That's crazy. Um, or, or until I move out of yeah, it. Yeah. 
So I got like basically four years free tuition. That's awesome. In Florida. So I went to Florida School of the Arts for three years and uh-huh. then I transferred. That's what brought me to Marshall University. Uh-huh. And that uh, and that's the same reason because uh, the, that rule didn't apply because it's not in the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. But they are the only school that gave me a 100% scholarship. That's awesome. Full scholarship uh, for acting. So I took it. And yeah. ran with it because I wanted to go to school. I wanted to finish, but I didn't have money really mm. to do it. I remember I auditioned for, uh, uh, what, what is it? Phil- uh, the University of the Arts in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And my, uh, my, I call it, okay, so I call him my aunt and uncle, my mom and dad, because yeah. I've lived with them my whole life. Yeah, for Just sure. get that out of the way. Yeah. People get really confused. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so my mom, okay, my aunt. Uh, I was like, hey, <laughs> you can totally audition for this school, but I'm going to be 100% real with you. If you get in, I don't know if we can do this. <laughs> and I was like, all right, well, I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, and I didn't get accepted, but I got accepted into Marshall, and mm-hmm. it was and it was awesome. And that's where I met my wife. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, it's all... Like, Everything happens for a reason. Absolutely. And what was that program like? Marshall? Yeah. Marshall University was great. Um, it was great. You know, every, every every program has their their things, their flaws. Um, but uh, but it was great. I got a lot of mm-hmm. I got a lot of one on one time. It was a smaller program. Uh, I got a lot of experience on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got cast in a lot of shows, which was really great. Um, I uh, I've always been kind of a character actor. Mm-hmm. I just love doing quirky character things. Mm-hmm. And my one professor basically told me, if you come to my audition again with a character monologue, I'm not casting you. <laughs> she she wanted me to practice being like a leading man, mm-hmm. but I never uh, I mean, that was never what I did. So so that was really great. I did a lot of leading man things, mm-hmm. uh, leading leading man roles, um, mm-hmm. ingenue roles. So I kind of like learned a new kind of. Not technique, but like a new kind of uh, type to, yeah. to hone into and to sure. and to try to perfect. Mm-hmm. So that was, it was great. I really I really liked Marshall. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Um, and you've we've talked a little bit about this outside of this tiny tiny recording space. Um, yeah. But when you go on stage, a lot you said a lot of the ticks go away and that sort of thing. Yeah, they actually all go away. Yeah. yeah. So whenever whenever I perform, they go away completely. It's crazy. Yeah. It's awesome. It's a focus thing, a concentration thing. It's weird. And, and a lot of times when people see it, they always ask me, how do you do that? How do you control it? Mm-hmm. And that's n- actually not what happens. Like, I just go on stage and, like, there's blocking I have to remember and there's lines I have to remember and intentions I have mm-hmm. to remember. And there's so many things. It's like you don't have time. Live theater into yeah. yeah. I, I my my brain literally. I, that's how I tell people like, how I like to think of it is my brain doesn't have time for the Tourette's. Yeah. It's like, dude, I'm doing something. So, <laughs> so just come back in a couple minutes. Come yeah. back when I'm off stage and we'll yeah. and we'll hang out. <laughs> yeah. and we'll like do some shit. Um, yeah, it just goes away with focus and concentration, which is so awesome and lucky. Yeah. And I I realized that when I started acting in the fifth grade. And that's probably a reason why I stuck with it. Yeah. It was kind of like a little, like, outlet, a little, like, mini medicine type thing. Yeah. But now I just love, I love performing so much and, like, analyzing characters and getting into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, of course, like, things like this, like, this is super conversational. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not, like, this is totally, like, so, like, the ticks are flying. They're going. Yeah. yeah. But it happens. Yeah. Yeah. And then just, like, serving also. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like, for the most part, they'll subside a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but... But uh, when I'm super comfortable, yeah. th- then they then they come back. Yeah. But not to the the point where I'm you know never like to where if I'm alone at home, mm-hmm. that's when they really like 
that's when they really come out. Yeah. Because I'm comfortable. I'm at my house. I don't have to worry about yeah. anyone looking at me weird or like, or wondering if I'm like <laughs> a homeless person, <laughs> like, like on drugs or something. Yeah. Yeah. I completely understand that. Yeah. When, um, like to make it relatable to me, I'm going to talk about myself. <laughs> oh, please. Um, a, a similar thing kind of happens with like the hyperactivity that I have. Sure. Like when I'm on stage, I get laser like sure. concentrated because then you don't have time to be thinking about five things and why flamingos do what they do. Yeah, or whatever right. it is. But when I'm once again, like I'm said, when you're alone sure. at home, I just kind of go insane. I start talking to myself, uh-huh. making jokes to myself, laughing, and it's just like it's trying to do a million things at the same time. So that's that's really really, and that's really you, that you're that I'm really glad that worked out for you. Yeah. Is that that must be a really nice relief as well. Mm-hmm. Where you're just like, yeah, it cool. is. It, it, it is. It's, it's a super relief. It's awesome. I love it. That's part of the reason I love performing so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's really interesting. I think when um, most people think about Tourette's syndrome, they think about like people, like little kids just swearing yes. all the time. Yes. So what are actually <laughs> like? Can you explain a little bit of the symptomology and actually why it happens? Do you are you educated well enough? It, 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 yeah. 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 So yeah, I mean a little bit. I'm okay. not, you know, I don't have my PhD in it. But, uh, <laughs> not yet. <for> time. <laughs> not yet. Right. No. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> Tourette's syndrome is basically a miss firing of brain signals okay so usually like you get you get signals like i want to lift my my hand to reach my cup yeah and you do it and my brain basically fires those signals prematurely okay so so like that for instance that grunt my my brain just my brain just tells my body that I have to do it essentially mm-hmm. and it's not and it's also not like it's not a conscience a conscious uh doing like I, like like I don't I don't know it's hard to explain but mm-hmm. uh, when I do it it's not like my brain says hey you have to do this and then I'm like oh but I don't want it like <laughs> like like it just happens yeah. like I and it's not completely involuntary like I I do have control over it mm-hmm. but I have to do it mm-hmm. it's almost like going it's almost one of the best things I've heard describing it is it's almost like when you have to go to the bathroom mm-hmm. there's literally no other there's no other end game than having to go to the bathroom like you're gonna mm-hmm. go to the bathroom eventually yeah um you might pee yourself if you hold it in for too long. Like that's the same thing with Tourette syndrome. You have yeah. to you have to do this thing that your brain is telling you to do, and you can hold it in for mm-hmm. so long, but it just makes it worse. Yeah. So like I I can I can hold it in for a while uh, if someone asks me to, but then it's just gonna explode. Yeah. And and then it's almost like the the uh, the the ticks that I the uh, the ticks that I didn't what is it like I, I didn't do mm-hmm. are coming are coming like full throttle yeah so it's like all of the uh, the past ticks that I subsided they're like no 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 wait don't forget about me mm-hmm. uh, so it's like e- <laughs> even worse Every, I used to have a neurologist I liked him a lot he was great but he moved out of the country um, so I have a new neurologist mm-hmm. but uh, he uh, he was affiliated with Columbia and he it was a lot of study um all of my all of my appointments were like recorded, and mm-hmm. he would play them in classes and like teach with it. So I thought that was super cool. Yeah. Uh, but he, every time I saw him, he would to track my progress. He would ha- have me holding my ticks, and he would mm-hmm. have his watch, uh, and he would count the seconds mm-hmm. to see how far I got every time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, it's usually it's usually about thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, if a medicine is is is. If I'm really on my medicine and it's and it's a good medicine, maybe longer. Mm-hmm. But it's still it still um, comes out, you know, 
double time mm-hmm. after that. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. I kind of lost my 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 train of thought. That's I'm all just right. On the Tourette's bandwagon, just yeah. just going <laughs> going to town. <laughs> but yeah, he also had me do monologues. Yeah, uh, he would always have me do a monologue mm-hmm. every time to, because it goes away, and he was yeah. like, "Wait, this is crazy." Uh, but yeah, he he understood. Do you think yeah. that has to do with like you knowing what the next word is for sure, and like it's planned out a little bit more, or is it? Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think it's like the same thing as as uh, you know performing on stage. Mm-hmm. I have this monologue in my head. Like what? Like I know it's ten sec- sentence sentences long. Mm-hmm. I know what the sentence is after that. I know what my you know intentions are, and I just mm-hmm. rattle it off. Yeah, um, yeah. It's like my brain. My brain just doesn't have time for the Tourette mm-hmm. syndrome because I'm doing a monologue. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's yeah. super weird. I think it's great though. Um, it's also another a really interesting way for my professors in college to know if I was focused or not. Yeah, they would always they would bullshit. they would always call me out. They'd be like, "You're not focused. You're ticking on stage, and you don't do that. <laughs> pay attention." I'm like, "Oh shit. Okay. Wow. You're right. Yeah. I'll pay attention." That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 And um, so you're you're on medicine, and so and did you do like therapy for it? How does one go about living with this thing? I've never, yeah, I've this monster. (laughs) Jordan always, Jordan, my wife always calls it my crippling neurological disorder. (laughs) 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 Um, Obviously, it's just joke. Yeah, Um, yeah. yeah, I, I never took, I never had therapy for that. Mm-hmm. I've been in therapy, but it, it was never for the Tourette syndrome. It was always just, uh, just <laughs> like doctors, doctors' offices. Mm-hmm. They would evaluate. Neurologists would evaluate yeah. me. I've been on so many medications. I can't even, I can't even count how many medicines I've been on. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then it's all just like trial and error. Like take this medicine and see what happens. And they would go away. Um, and then uh, once my body gets used to a certain medicine, mm-hmm. it'll it'll kind of be like, well, we're over this one. Can we yeah. get a new one? Yeah. <laughs> um, I like to personify my, my trans syndrome. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I've been on so many different medicines that now is actually I now I've actually been on this medicine for probably about three years now, mm-hmm. and it, it hasn't necessarily I haven't necessarily grown out of it or uh, uh, become used to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, uh, yeah, it helps. It doesn't ever get, they don't ever get rid of them. Mm-hmm. It just helps it, like, subside them. It helps yeah. them become a little bit easier to to not control, because I can't really control it, but um, it, I, my brain just forgets about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like my brain just forgets that I have to do it. Uh, that's another, uh, bring, uh, makes me think of another thing. A lot of, uh, a lot of times... If I'm in like the zone, mm-hmm. so like if I'm you know acting or like or if I'm drawing or if I'm doing something that takes a lot of brain capacity, my, I won't, I won't tick, mm-hmm. uh, and I because my brain just forgets about it mm-hmm. sometimes, which is actually really cool, but it's really annoying, and I've I've learned this growing up. Uh, when people are like, "Oh, that's so great! You're not ticking," and then it and then it and then it's like, yeah, immediately, like, it's damn it! Why did yeah. you say something?" <laughs> uh, so yeah, fun fact: if I'm not ticking, just don't say anything because <laughs> I need a break from you know, it. Gotta not think about <laughs> gotta it. Not, not do it. Yeah. Um, was the did your doctors have any sort of apprehension on putting you on medication due to the fact that like you were born addicted to cocaine and that sort of thing? Uh, no, 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 no. I don't think so. Okay, uh, not, not that I can remember. Okay, uh, it's just something they've always noted. Okay. Um, 
No, I don't. I, I, I don't. I don't think so. All of the uh, damage to my brain <laughs> has already been done. <laughs> um, really, though. <clears throat> so, like when I was when I was born addicted to cocaine, yeah. I was actually. I also I had a brain bleed. So so the part of I don't remember which lobe it is, but yeah. the part that is really good at math mm. bled. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm actually uh, I'm not. I'm terrible at math. I'm mm-hmm. absolutely terrible at math. I failed. Uh, my basic college course, math course, seven times wow. to where I had to go to like the dean <laughs> and be like, like, listen, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know. I'm never going to graduate if I, I've just, I've taken, you know, pre-algebra seven times. I don't know what to do. Um, so they actually, uh, my first college actually waived it mm-hmm. in lieu of a, a computer class mm. because it's almost the, like it's, it's kind of yeah. the same in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember having a little trouble with that too, but not nearly as much as as math. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I actually so everything that that was that happened in my brain happened when I was either in the womb or like freshly born. Uh huh. Um. So so yeah, I don't think the medicine really. Okay. I don't think so. I don't think the medicine has any effect on on that. Okay. Um. Yeah, but like I said, I've been on so many different medicines, yeah. so I don't I don't really know. You don't have time to get uh, addicted to anything. <laughs> yeah, right. keep revolving that door. Um, you mentioned briefly you were in therapy. Uh, may I ask what for? If you're comfortable talking about that? Yeah, oh, I'm not currently well, in, in therapy now um, because my therapist broke up with me. <gasps> I think that's really. I think that's, honestly, this is a weird. This is a weird story. Okay, I, I, I had. I actually had a therapist when I when I, the year after I moved to New York. Uh-huh. I I had been through therapy a, a lot throughout my life, like. For a month or so at a time, because my mother passed away, yeah. and, and I was ten, they were like, "Get that boy into some therapy. <laughs> He's got to talk about his emotions." Uh, but I always hated it when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Uh, but then when I when I grew up, I think uh, my first year after living in New York, I really wanted to to just like have a therapist and mm-hmm. talk about it. Jordan always goes as always went to therapy, mm-hmm. and just listening to her talk about it, I was like, "I'm gonna try this again." And I went. I remember going to therapy. I think just because my I had a, like some family things going going on like family relationships that were like a little weird at that time and I just wanted to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was also a good way of, of coping with uh, my my brother actually committed suicide oh. four years ago on July eighth actually so it's almost four years ago. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, thank you. It's okay. Um, but uh, but yeah. So uh, so that was fucking weird. Um, and I, I never, I never went to a therapist for that. So mm. it was, I was like, you know what, this is actually a really good thing. So it was a mix of things. It was I wanted to like just talk to someone about my family, uh-huh. including my brother who passed away. Um, someone else in my family at that time. I think that's actually what prompted it. Someone else about like a year after that had tried to commit suicide, uh-huh. and I was like, what the. F- fuck is going on like why it, like is this a, a a thing like a common thing in families like if one person commits suicide is it like a domino effect um so i i i, I don't know I, I talked to her a lot about that mm-hmm. and i had maybe like four or five appointments uh and it was great i really liked it i would just like, go in and cry <laughs> and just like weep on this person's couch and they would you know talk to me and it was really great and i felt great afterwards but she basically was, <laughs> I don't, she didn't really break out with me. I just didn't joke about it. Yeah. She was like, I, well, I'm going on vacation uh, for about three weeks and you seem to be good. So if you need anything, just let me, just let me know. Mm-hmm. And then never contacted me again. <laughs> and I don't feel like it's my job to like seek out my therapist okay. after going on 
Vac- I don't know. It just gave me a really weird taste in my mouth. So I was okay. like, I was like, I thought we were bonding. <laughs> I thought, you you listened to me cry while you ate your apple. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but I do. I I want to go back. Yeah. I, I just it's always always the same excuse. I'm so mm-hmm. busy in New York. You know, mm-hmm. I should make time for it, but yeah. I will eventually. From my understanding, um, I have a friend that lives in Louisville, Kentucky, oh, okay. where you're um, living. Uh, uh, there's some uh, decent uh, places out there for oh, good. mental health, and so. I'm Good. sure you could find someone if you wanted to. That's great. Yeah, I'll take you up on that. I also have a uh, um, uh, my healthcare my healthcare mm. website. Like I can probably, hopefully, find someone uh, on that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So so yeah. <laughs> what I would say um, in regards to like, I I don't think it's necessarily like a domino effect in regards to like families and oh, suicide. Yeah. But with one person, uh, it's this weird thing they've done a fair amount of studies if one person has depression mm-hmm. in the family it's extremely yeah. likely that other people do true like so it's probably a genetic thing and it's mm-hmm. a tendency towards that which is unfortunate but also like kind of <laughs> I'd assume why and also that's really rough to deal with I'm sorry you had to that's okay yeah well, Th- thank you um I, it's just yeah it's, it's odd because I've never had any thoughts like that thank yeah. god uh I mean, it, depression is a beast. Like, it's a monster. It really is. And it sucks. Um, I, uh, about a year... About a year after th- that... No, about a year in New York. Yeah, about a year... In, so, about a year after that, I um, I did a show, actually, uh, at Astoria Performing Arts Center called In the Bones. Mm-hmm. And someone just um, messaged me out of the blue, and they're like, do you want to be a, an assistant stage manager? And I had no idea what it was about, mm-hmm. but I want you know, I'm in the city, I just moved, I was like, yeah, I'll do it, I wanna be in theater. So I did it, and I went to the very first rehearsal, <laughs> and I started to like hear the lines everyone was saying, and I'm like, wait a minute, and I looked at the script, of course this is about fucking suicide, like of <laughs> course it is, what are the odds? So, yeah, but it's actually really nice um, doing a show about, yeah. about that. Um, and that just being so fresh in my mind. Mm-hmm. So it was actually really nice. I really liked the show. Um, um, it's almost like art off, off, um, offers catharsis. It, yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. And for the last performance, they had a guest speaker. And, uh, forgive me, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember her name. Mm-hmm. But she was super, uh, super interesting to talk to, to and, and to listen to. And she's written a book, and it's called Stay. And I went and bought it, uh, and it's about it's about suicide. It's about no, uh, her experience with friends with severe depression um, and depression uh, and and wanting to commit suicide. Some succeeded, some didn't, mm-hmm. and it's just a really interesting book. And it talks about like the the history of suicide, where it stems from. Um, I don't know. It's it's super interesting, and and that actually that book got me. Uh, it helped me too, mm-hmm. knowing that yeah, there it. That's where I. That's where I really read and and really came to terms with depression being like this this beast, this mm-hmm. monster that you really can't like. Uh, pe- people's first, uh, a lot of people's first um, response if they're grieving about uh, over someone who had just committed suicide is th- to call them like a coward. You yeah. know, like <laughs> like they're a coward for that. I can't believe they did that. They're weak. Uh, but it's. I like to think that it's really not them. It was the depression, and yeah. and my brother was super depressed. He'd never say it out loud, but you could, see, you know, you knew it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it his monster won. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah. There's this really wonderful, and I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this before, specifically um, <coughs> when uh, Robin Williams passed. Um, yeah. There's a lot of, like, all of a sudden we were all talking about it. Um, <coughs> yeah. And there's this really wonderful article um, titled um, Robin <coughs> Williams Didn't Kill Himself, His Disease Did. Mm-hmm. And it's this concept of, and, like, it turned out to be, like, Louis Body Dementia, and way more complicated <coughs> than just straight depression. But yeah. it's still true that, like, you a person isn't their illness, they're two separate parts, mm-hmm. and then you have your personality, and then you have your symptomology, and you have to be able to um, separate those two, and sure. you know, and that sort of thing. Um, and I'm glad that you, you found something that, that helped you out, man. Yeah. Because it's a really difficult, weird thing to deal with. It is super weird. It, it was, you know, that show was really nice to watch, knowing that people are making art about that. You know, that I mean, that people have been making art about suicide for a while, but it's just, it yeah. was just so coincidental <laughs> that, like, one of the first shows I worked on in New York was about that. Um, but, yeah, and it was nice reading that book, talking to that lady. Totally. Yeah, there's um a lot of media about... Um, depression specifically now, but there's not a whole lot of representation of Tourette's syndrome. In not the really, media. not really. Or, or if there is, mm-hmm. it's about it's like it's like oh, this person has Tourette's syndrome. They're cussing a lot, mm-hmm. or they're saying per, like all these profanities. Mm-hmm. And that is actually the I think I almost touched on this before, mm-hmm. but I got distracted. That is like one of the least common types of Tourette's, actually. Yeah. Um, I I can't remember exactly what it. Is called, but um, a couple a couple years ago, my wife we weren't married yet. Uh, Jordan she wrote an article for Exo Jane. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the title of it, but but uh, but it is on, is on Exo Jane, and it's about basically me riding the A train, and nobody wanting to sit by me um, because of that. And and so she for that article did so much research, mm-hmm. and I actually learned a lot more about Tourette syndrome from that. Uh, and there, there are there. There's so many specific kinds of Tourette syndrome, mm-hmm. and also I learned that a lot of people, you can have a tick, like a, t- a twitch, is mm-hmm. they're called ticks, T-I-C. Um, and you can have a tick or a series of ticks and not have Tourette syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know what what uh, the deciding factor is or what the line is to mm-hmm. cross into Tourette syndrome, but um, but I, I know there's a couple of terms so like. For instance, echolalia. I I might be might be mixing this up. Don't take me for granted. But I believe echolalia is is a type of threat syndrome where you are compelled to repeat um, what someone says. Yes. Um, and 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 that is that's something I do. Uh, it's something I've always done actually. Yeah. If I am watching a movie and I really like the line delivery, mm-hmm. it'll become a tick or something. Or mm-hmm. if I, or or if uh, someone. Uh, when we first moved here, I was in the elevator. I remember, and someone was saying something, and I and it was a tick. And we were just moved here, and Jordan was terrified. She like elbow me, and she's like, "You have to, you have to just please wait, please." <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, echolalia. There's a there's a bunch. There's yeah. so many different kinds. I wish I had. I wish I knew all of them off the top of my head right now, but I can't remember. But yeah, cursing and swearing is one is one of the least, mm-hmm. actually. Um, so, what sort of art, Types. what sort of media would you like to see about it? If you Threat were, to, yeah, what if you were to start make your own stuff or whatever? What? Yeah, well, I mean, <coughs> obviously, I love theater, so like <laughs> theater would be great. But there's actually um, a really great. Um, there was a show actually mm-hmm. last year, I believe, or two years ago. I didn't get to see it because I had to work, of course. Uh, but Jordan saw it and loved it. 
uh, it was called The Elephant in Every Room I Enter. Mm. It was at La Mama in New York, okay. uh, downtown on the 4th fourth, fourth Street Arts Block. Uh, and and the, the guy who wrote it, is, uh, his name is Gardner Comfort. Uh, I've met him a couple times. He's, he's a great guy. Um, <clears throat> so and it's basically it's about his experience. Uh, it's about his experience going to meetings, like mm-hmm. Tourette Syndrome meetings, for the first time. Um, and it, it's super interesting. He made this whole show about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would love to. I would love to see more theater about it. Mm-hmm. Um, movies would be great. But also just like this, like podcasts, people just like l- talking about it, like mm-hmm. unscripted yeah. talking about <laughs> this thing that people really don't know a lot about. Yeah, uh, I got kicked out of a cab when I was like two years ago here because the man didn't know, basically didn't know what it was. And uh-huh. I kept repeating, I won't, I will not harm you. I just, I make noises and like, mm-hmm. just please keep driving and I will be home soon. Yeah. Uh, I have Tourette syndrome. I kept saying Tourette syndrome, Tourette syndrome. Yeah. And he just, ha- he was having none of it. And he eventually <laughs> pulled over and he was like, you have to get out and get in the back seat. Have someone switch with you. Cause I was in the front uh-huh. seat and, and I was like, oh, fine. And so I, I was like, Jordan, we have to switch. Mm-hmm. And she, She's cussed out the cab driver yeah. and she's like, we're, we're getting a new cab. Fuck you. <laughs> ah, and I was like, ah, oh, that's great. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for having my back. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, she seems like very much the person up with that she would not put. No, 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 no. At, not at all. Yeah. No. And she's also the first person to make fun of me, which is great. Because you have to make, you have to. But if I don't know you, don't fucking make fun of oh, me. Absolutely. And don't kick me out of your fucking cab. Yeah. It's that Sierra like, Ber- de Bergerac <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, sure. I can make fun of this because it's me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's incredibly rude. Like, yeah. like, I don't. Oh man, I, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I don't. I don't know if if it's if it's a cultural mm-hmm. thing or or if there's. I mean, I, I was gonna say if there's not a big popula- population of people with Tourette's syndrome in New York City, but that can't be true. Like, there has yeah. to be. Um, I, I I don't I don't know what it is. I don't know. A lot of people on the subway won't sit next to me. They'll move mm-hmm. twice today on the way here. Damn. Two people moved. I'm I'm used to it now. It just it sucks, but I'm used yeah. to it. I'm just like whatever. Just go. Just get out of here. <laughs> if you, don't, if you yeah. don't want this, I don't want this. Yeah. Let's just get over it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Have yeah. you ever considered like doing a one man show or like stand up about it? Yeah, because I actually have. Uh, I I started writing something. Writing's not my strong suit, so I just have to like power through and then sit down with an editor and just and just see what what happens. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I want to. I played with the idea of um, of uh, of doing a a one man show about it, and mm-hmm. then I played with the idea of of doing like a maybe like uh, like a one man show but with a chorus. Mm-hmm. Maybe that can play a couple different characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not not just about my Tourette syndrome, but about my entire life, like yeah. being born on on a toilet almost. Yeah. Because uh, I think it's super interesting. Uh, um, yeah, it is. You're so, not wrong. Just so you know, it is super. You were yeah. super not wrong. Uh, yeah. So I do. I have like I have a page or two written now um, right on. that I'd like to eventually do something with. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, I would. I would love to do stand up. I need to take some classes mm-hmm. uh, and, and like kind of learn the art of stand up. Yeah. Because I don't have any training in it. But yes, yeah. it's something I definitely I would definitely love to put forth in front of an audience. Yeah. Uh, I think it'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Totally. Yeah. Um, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I don't know if I I <laughs> have yeah. anything else off the top of my head that I have to ask you. Oh, there's um, probably so much more, but yeah. But I, did you have anything like that else that you like? What do you want <laughs> people to know, if, if anything that you haven't already covered? Sure. Uh, um, also, Tourette's is not spelled the way I thought it was oh, for a yeah. very long time. I'm like, oh, this is a very uh, posh uh, word, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> Tourette's, I believe it's T-O-U-R-E-T-T-E. Yeah, it's very French. And then French. apostrophe S. Yeah, yes. Louis de Tourette's or yeah. something uh, is yeah. the guy who first had it. Oh, really? And like, I don't, I don't remember when. I... <laughs> In uh, 18... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. That yeah, is yeah. the year. Yeah. How'd you know? Well, you know, I'm You've done your research. Yeah, exactly. I thought I'd have you on and then just be more knowledgeable about the thing you have just to really one-up you. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Now, uh, I, yeah, I guess maybe uh, one thing to, to leave on would be... Uh, uh, I, I just... Uh, so I, I actually just saw... I don't know if you read this post. Jordan posted online a while ago. Um, we saw Indecent. Uh, we saw Matt named Indecent, and it was mm-hmm. wonderful, and everyone should go see it, please. Oh, right, yeah. This... Uh, yeah. So I, um, I, uh, we were in the balcony, and the, these two people in, fr- in front of us, like on the lower level, noticed it, and almost, and the, the, the reaction to my, my tics, when I go to theater, <laughs> like I can, I can control them to a certain degree, they're still gonna come out, but I can muffle them to a certain degree. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, I'll, I'll sweat a lot because, like, I'm trying to hold in these tra- mm-hmm. these ticks. But it, 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 it's doable to a certain degree. But that degree, they were still not happy with. I'm assuming, uh, and they were just being so weird about it, and they kept like bolting their heads around and like glaring at me. And I, and that literally only makes it worse. Oh, it only sure. makes it worse. Like now, I know you're uncomfortable. It's all like in my head. It's like all my fault. I I can't fucking control this thing. Mm-hmm. And like. This we're forty five minutes into this fucking show and it's still happening. So how do you not make the connection that this is something in my brain and I'm not just fucking with you, mm-hmm. like, or I'm not being a bad patron of the arts? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, so like, I don't know. It's just that that happened and they were so appalled by it. It seemed so that they uh, they they actually got up and moved seats. There were there had been like four seats to the right of us open mm-hmm. the whole time. And you could see them almost con- contemplating it, but mm-hmm. like almost toward the end of the show, they eventually moved. And I was so compelled that I, I was so compelled to say something. And Jordan like tried to stop me, and I wasn't rude. I was just like, "Listen, I I have Tourette syndrome. I can't control it. I don't know what you want me to do." And she looked at me and she was like, "Oh no, I I know. It's okay." And I was like, "Is it okay? Because yeah. it doesn't seem like it's okay, and yeah. it doesn't seem like you know it either. <laughs> uh, it seems like you're not—you're just not giving me the benefit of the doubt." Mm-hmm. So basically, I don't know. When you go somewhere, if something is me, if some something, if, some- if something, <laughs> if someone is making a weird sound or like a weird movement, and that you're unsure of, like mm-hmm. I don't know, like may- like maybe use some context clues like mm-hmm. do i like do i smell bad like no i have cologne on i have deodorant on uh my hair is done i'm in a button-up shirt i'm in the theater like obviously i'm not gonna hurt you mm-hmm. and obviously this is a mental condition that's what that's what i go to but i of course i live with this condition and everyone i know is like oh yeah i of course of course i'd think that mm-hmm. but i don't know like mm-hmm. that, that's maybe something to think about would you yeah. Would you really? Like, I don't know. Like, next time that something like that happens, just like, or the next time you're, you're unsure of someone or something weirds you out, just try to think about, like, maybe what. Before you jump to the conclusion that this person is probably, like, 
crazy. Yeah. Or gonna harm you. Like yeah. maybe think of maybe just take in everything mm-hmm. and then go from there. Nine times. Do you I, know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. I and like, and it's like nine times out of ten, <laughs> if someone is doing something, it has nothing to do with you. Yeah, right. There's that. <laughs> right. And then also, what's really co- what I would encourage everyone to do all the time is like you're. You said you had really great <laughs> friends growing up. Like yeah. kids are so accepting most of the time right? about like weirdness, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, that's just them. Just go with that." Like I remember <laughs> first meeting yeah. you and like, oh. Okay. Exactly. It was like, exactly. It's like you get used to it pretty quick, and like it's not a big deal. It yeah. Just, you know that means there's like a little bit of extra whatever is going on, and that's yeah. fine. And that's that seems to be a, a lot of what what uh, what my friends now like. Mm-hmm. That's like usually their answer yeah. is that they either knew or they most of them didn't know, but they knew it was something. Yeah. So like whatever. Eventually it'll come out, and I'll figure it out. Yeah. But like. He's still a person. Yes. I do have, I just, I did thought of, think of, I did thought of. Nice. You did thought of. I did thought of. I did thought of two um, questions for you. Yes. One is, um, how do you feel when someone go, hey, what's going on with you? Are you offended by that? Or, it, or like, because I remember like within the first day, I'm like, oh, there's something going on. I would really like to know what, but I don't want to yeah. upset him. I don't know. No, no, I'm, no. Um, I, I think phrasing is a, is, mm-hmm. is a key. In that, because no, I, I, I like talking about my Tourette syndrome. I really do. And so if someone was like, hey, you know, uh, I've noticed you have something. Well, I'm curious to know what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about it. I started one job one time. And my guy, uh, the gu- my guy, the guy I trained with, the, the way he phrased it, like, I, I, of course, I like talking about it. But I was like, that's a weird phrasing, dude. Like, that, you just don't want to, like, he said, he was like, he said, uh, so you obviously, hey, hmm. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he said, you know, you obviously, you obviously, hmm. I obviously what? Like, what do you, like, don't, don't, like, bitch around. Like, don't shit around it. Just, like, like you're moving a lot. What's going on? Oh, yeah, I have Tourette syndrome. Cool. Oh, okay. Done. Yeah. But, like, don't make me fill in your blank because you don't want to, like, you don't want to, like, ask me. I don't Does that make sense? Absolutely. It didn't yeah. offend me. I was just like, what are you This doing is a little right too now? passive for me. What is going like, on? I obviously, yeah. what? Yeah. I'm a good-looking dude. Yes. Like, there's a lot of things I can answer. Yeah. It's like, I'm competent at the job you're right? training me at. Right? Like, that's awesome. My second question was, do sure. you ever get frustrated with yourself about it? Oh, like, yeah. And how do you cope with that? Like, Yeah, I think the, the, the main time I, I get frustrated is probably, like, times where I'm in the theater or, like, mm-hmm. times where I, I know I have to be quiet because I can't really. <laughs> so it's like, God damn it, like, fuck. I just, it's just, it's just annoying sometimes. Um, but then again, like, I, then I also think I can't help it. I, it's never going to go away. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I was diagnosed when I was like what eleven. Mm-hmm. My doctor said if I if I, there was a chance that I can grow I could grow out of it by the time I was eighteen. Mm-hmm. If I didn't grow out of it by the time I was eighteen, done sticking mm-hmm. with it for life. So once my eighteenth birthday hit, I was like, well, fuck, I'm gonna have to like <laughs> figure out some fun ways to cope with this. How do um, I turn this into a party trick? Quick. Right, right. Yeah. That, that's another, just a, a fun little tidbit. When I first, uh, in high school, when I first yeah. started going out to parties, everyone always thought I was the guy fucked up on drugs. <laughs> and I never, ever was that guy. Um, and then, um, like, 
I, I, I don't know. It was just funny. Like, people were like, what's he on, bro? He's tweaking. I'm like, no, I'm actually like half trot syndrome, and it's a little past my bedtime. Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, but yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I just get, I get, of course, I get frustrated, but, but, but uh, then again, there's nothing I can do, so. Yeah. Oh, well. Okay. Uh, so I just live my life and embrace it. That's yeah, awesome. and, and the more I can joke about it, the better. Yeah, like I just went, I just went uh, to my father-in-law's house for Fourth of July, and mm-hmm. it was just the jokes were like kept on going, and it's fun. It's it means that you you know care about me and you want to mm-hmm. connect, and that's awesome. So it's fun. Do you ever get worried that you're gonna like choke on a carrot <laughs> and, and they won't know what's going? Like they'll just be oh it's fine. Like, oh it's him. <laughs> oh that would be absolutely terrible. Yeah, that'd be the worst. You're like that's a new tip. <laughs> Let's leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm dead. Oh man, it's very Moliere esque. <laughs> right. Uh, well, thank you again for doing this. It's been really wonderful. Of course, I love talking about it. It's super important. Uh, and I'm glad. Um, we we got to catch up before you you leave. Of um, course, yeah, because I am gonna miss you. You're a very good person, and I enjoy you, you yes. very much. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, tell Jordan I say hi. <laughs> I will do so. Yeah, but you can try. You can try. You can try. Come on, you can tell me how.